Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. We are speaking with Mr. Bill Kirkendall, a business executive with more than 30 years of CEO, board, and consulting experience with both private and public companies. Earlier in his career, he was the president of Etonic Puma USA Treetorn, rising from a sales representative to senior executive. And for the decade from 2004 to 2014, Mr. Kirkendall was a private investment company advisor and management consultant. He served on the board of the finish line, now owned by JD Fashion of the United Kingdom, from 2001 to 2014, and currently Bill is the CEO of the running specialty group that consists of Jackrabbit, an omni-channel run specialty retailer, Olympia Sports, a 75-door New England-based sports specialty retailer that RSG acquired earlier this fall, CleverTraining.com, and SurfOutfitter.com. Mr. Kirkendall joins us today on the Sports Inside Extra podcast from Denver, where the running specialty group is based. Good morning, Bill. First, maybe you could provide our listeners with a little background on RSG, how you arrived at the company, and how it has assembled its current portfolio of retail and dot-com brands. Well, good morning, Bob. And we began, I was on the board as uh, with the finish line from 2001 to 2014. And during that time, we were discussing how we could expand the, the finish line. And we were looking to grow it and within our core business. And we looked at the we looked at the running specialty channel, which at the time had 1,100 stores with approximately 650 to 700 different owners. And we felt that this was a good roll-up opportunity to really become a leader in the running specialty channel of distribution. It was within the core competency of, of the finish line with the vendor base and and also with the distribution. So so we did that. And we we did it with a joint venture with the Garts for the first few years. And then the chairman, Glenn Lyon, asked if I would come to Denver and we would buy, we would take 100% control of the venture and and I would come to Denver and, and, run, and run it. And so I did that in 2014 and we uh, have assembled... With the finish line, we've assembled about 70 stores. Currently, we have 60 stores in 17 states for Jackrabbit, and we have 75 stores for Olympia Sports, which are in New England. And we have two dot-com companies, which are Pure Plays, Clever Training, which services the triathlete market, and Surf Outfitters, which uh, serves the, the surf market. We've assembled a strategy is to assemble a portfolio of active lifestyle companies. And Olympia fits that, Jackrabbit fits that, and Surf and Clever fit that strategy as well. So that's how I arrived here. Been here now for over five years, almost six years. It'll be six years in, in April. We actually then sold the company in 2017 to Critical Point Capital, which is a, a private investment firm out of Manhattan Beach, California. 
And we have had, they've been a terrific owner for our company, and we've been able to expand since since they acquired the company in 2017. We've bought Olympia, Clever, and Surf Outfitter. But might there be additional acquisitions in 2020, 2021? Yes, we will. You know, we're continuing to look for active lifestyle specialty companies that will fit our vision, and I look forward to uh, additional acquisitions over the next 12 to 24 months. Now let's what your current assessment of the specialty run market. Uh, when to know that, what categories you might see as having potential of growth potential in 2020 and one offshoot of that, do you see the trail running category having a place in Jackrabbit's merchandise mix? I'd see the specialty running market as, as stabilized. You know, we had several years prior to that were that were negative growth in the channel. But I think the channel is stabilized. I think that, you know, people are living longer and and the active lifestyle culture isn't a fad. It's 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 a culture. Foundation for an active lifestyle is is running and, and walking. So I think this is a you know, people are looking for for fit. People come to us for solutions. They have they have issues, and so they're looking for knowledge. They're looking for information. They're looking for the right shoes, and they're lo- also looking. You know, I think growth categories are nutrition, recovery, along uh, with footwear. But I I'm very bullish on the on the channel. I think uh, specialty specialty run markets and specialty will is needed by the consumer, and I believe it's wanted by the consumer. And as long as you can create the experience that, that they're looking for, they will be loyal and, and continue to return to, you, to your stores or to your site. The trail category is, is smaller within Jackrabbit, but a growing category. It's still regionalized. It's very strong for us in, in Colorado, Utah, and in the West, but it, it is growing. I think there's innovation in the category by the vendors and um, so uh, it will I don't think it'll be a, a, a major category for Jackrabbit but a continued sl- uh, slow growth category and we will play in the trail category within Jackrabbit. Oh Bill about the running category overall uh, I know that some of the big boxes talk about fashion running and performance running Jackrabbit play in both sub both subsets or just we, in performance we, running? We play in performance you know, with Jackrabbit, we're 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 not all things to all people, and we've we've really focused on performance running, service, community, experience. We'll have four thousand events in our stores this year, from fun runs to nutrition classes to yoga classes to you know all different types of events, and but mainly. We've, they're geared to running and walking and health and wellness. Maybe next we could talk about how you see Jack Roberts' position in the retail segment and strategy compared to your rivals. I know you're probably not going to talk about your rivals, but Fleet Feet, Roadrunner, Running Warehouse, similarities and differences between your brand and theirs? Well, they're all very viable, good competitors, and I think we all make each other better. But we do have different models. Fleet Feet is a franchise model, and Running Warehouse is more of a pure play digital 
um, and and Roadrunner is has a bigger concept. They priority digital, but they they do do brick and mortar, but they they have a much broader assortment than we do. So, but we're all viable competitors, good competitors. I think these four companies drive this channel and also make each other better each day. But Jackrabbit is geared to performance running, community service, and also it is targeted into major cities. We're not we're not all over the country. So we're very regionalized, we're very specialized, and I think that is a strategy that you know, we, we own our stores. We we believe in controlling our, our environment so we can have a build a jackrabbit brand uh, across the country. What do you see as the challenges and advantages for a large company competing in a specialty run business today that maybe your small rivals well, don't have? Well the challenges are to are to stay nimble. When you're a large company, it's to stay nimble, to stay fast, to stay flexible. You know, keep a, keep a culture that's aligned, not becoming too risk adverse. You know, when you get large, and also to you know, in this in the running specialty channel, it's very very advantageous to stay local, and localization is very important. So those are the challenges when you have, when you're a large company, but the the advantages are scale. You know, it, it allows us to provide more resources, more more tools for our staff, more advancement for our for our staff, larger benefit packages. It allows us to uh, create a much more competitive cost structure in our business, and it allows us to continue to build an omni-channel model to compete. And I think you you need that. You, you need that to compete in today's retail Dell market. And when you have, when you're larger, you're able to able to execute on that strategy. Now I want to turn to what about RSG's recent acquisition of the family-owned Olympia Sports. It's been family-owned since its inception, and now it's shifting over to RSG. What's taking half of the doors that they had? You know, what are your plans for Olympia? Can you give me us a little more color on what that might happen? What Olympia may look like in 2020, 2021? Sure, Bob. Olympia, we focused Olympia down to 75 stores and very regionalized in New England. As I said, our vision and our strategy is is specialty. We're not looking to be all things to all people with any of our banners. And they're all targeted and very specialized. We targeted Olympia, 75 stores in New England in in smaller cities with smaller door format. The average store size is 5,500 square feet. They're all in smaller communities. And our our uh, vision, our strategy is to provide a, a premium experience to these underserved markets. And basically in these smaller towns, we Olympia Sport is the only in the only game in town. So that's the strategy. We'll continue to make it very regional. It will be in New England, smaller cities, smaller store formats and to and to provide a premium experience to underserved to these underserved markets shift over to our your ownership has already happened i guess the transactions happened is when is the i know they're doing liquidations at the ones that aren't going forward but when will the shift when will be evident to the consumer in new england that it's now rsg owned or maybe it won't be it's going to be called olympia still it won't be we'll continue to we're we're going to continue to the stores will be we we took control october 1st of 75 of the stores. The other 75 are in liquidation. Uh, they will be liquidated by the end of January. And we will we will continue the banner of Olympia Sports. The only really reference to Jackrabbit, we do feel that there are several of these stores where we will look at putting a Jackrabbit 
performance running shop and shop within certain Olympia sports doors to build a more of a performance running business within Olympia sports. So did you keep the, I acquired the, the Olympia in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium? Yes, we did. Oh, you did? Okay. I was gonna did. Say that, okay. That, that, and that one's a little bigger than 5,500. It is. It is a little bigger. Okay. But on average, that, that's, you know, on average, they're 5,500 square feet, and that store is, is really a different strategy than, than the main strategy of Olympia Sports. Well, you do get a lot of foot traffic. I mean, I'd say even more than usual foot traffic there, too, as well. I we do. So. Yes, we do, and, and we think that door has a lot of potential. And, and so finally, to just build one last question, do you, can you give me your crystal ball, what you would hope to see in the most ideal situation for the running market in 2020? I would like to see continued strength in, in the performance category. There are some terrific product coming to the the channel that I've seen with innovation and, you know, product drives this category. And I think the vendors uh, are doing an excellent job providing innovative new product that will accelerate the the running market and the in the in the running specialty channel. I do want to talk specifically about brands, but you, would you agree that the performance running category is driven by key products by larger brands and larger companies, but also some of these smaller innovative brands that have emerged onto the running scene? Yes, I would. I think our, you know, we've had tremendous growth with with smaller brands. They've really driven the category, and I think it comes back to innovative product, and it's been good for the channel. So, and I think it just like when we talked about our competitors with Fleet Feet and Running Warehouse and Roadrunner, they're they're good competitors. It makes us better, and I think these these smaller niche brands have come on the market, and it's driving the bigger companies to as well. Product innovation and flow is becoming very strong, and I think it's going to drive the category, the running category, uh, in 2020 and beyond that. Thanks, Bill. I've been speaking with Mr. Bill Kirkendall, CEO of the Running Specialty Group, parent of Jackrabbit, Olympia Sports, CleverTraining.com, and SurfOutfitter.com. And you've been listening to the latest edition of the Sports Inside Extra podcast. Learn about the latest sports industry news every Monday afternoon at the website or on your mobile device by signing up for a free subscription. And don't forget to catch up on this and every podcast at SportsInsideExtra.com or on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. I am Bob McGee. 